Goodbye, Char. Whoa, I'm coming in hot. Goodbye, Char. Good night, Char. And hello and welcome to you all. My name is Mr. Cack. And joining me are the lovely, bodacious, leggy TJ and my brother Jared. Hello. And you know, we've got some nerd crap to run through tonight. Um, so if you. you out. If you have any thoughts along to chime in with us, you're more than welcome right. to. Oh my gosh, I don't want to hear myself any more than I have to. It's just, uh, Jared, you sexy mother trucker. Good to see you again. Oh, let me uh, let me share my screen with you guys so you guys can see chat. We were desperately trying to pull up the Twitch app and see if we could get into the chat, but now, uh, and we still might do it anyway, just because it's a little bit easier to see on and, the old tablet here. And and uh. TJ, not to say that this was you, but uh, this mysterious uh, Travis fellow who uh, followed during the intro. Uh, in case you didn't see it, this is what you got for your follow. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah, I was like trying to figure out this app, and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> trying to, it can, keeps going. Trying to figure out the app, and I was like, uh, I don't know what the hell I'm doing, so I'll just hit this button. Uh, yeah, I believe that was him. Yes, yes, yes. So every, everything on screen is blurry right now. So if you see a comment, I'm like, hey, Chris, what did that say? Yeah, yeah. Just know that I'm actually not blind. Does that look blurry to you? Yeah, he's okay, blind. Okay, oh, man, I'm blind. I got, I got, the, I got the chat. Oh, button. TJ's got the chat. <laughs> All right, great. Perfect. Well, perfect. Just in perfect. case. Come yeah. on, download, you bastard. All right. Well, so we've, so we, we've decided to give ourselves a little bit more structure in life. We feel like that's probably uh, the best case scenario for us, senile old fuck us. Uh, and also, yeah. to lay some ground yeah. rules, because we've, we've had a couple of new people stumble in here, and they've had some kind of angsty, I'm a young person, don't know how to handle that I don't like what I'm seeing, so let me throw some crap out there. And honestly, if your name is Assless Chaps, you were never coming into any of these chat rooms to be a friend with of anyone. Uh, but uh, yeah. <laughs> just to just to just to help us in the future, though, and in, in, in a way to try to to combat some of this, we now have a new way of how we're going to handle this. And here is how it goes. Well, well, well. We ask them politely yet firmly to leave. There you go. <laughs> So, we will we will listen to Hank Hill and his sage advice, and if not, it's because we're... Loser! You're a loser! Are you feeling sorry for yourself? Well, you should be, because you are dirt! Yeah! There we go! We've, we've, essen yeah. we've essentially became probably one of the coolest mid-2000s radio show with all of our hip King of the Hill sound clips. <laughs> I like it. I like it, and I think there's a there's a great chance that that maybe that's not my only King of the Hill on there, but who knows at this point what I've done with my life? I'm just trying to figure out. All right, see. Oh, maybe that's why. Let's see. We've got right, go. we've got Tanner Show saying Cradle Scythe. So Tanner Show, see, look, I got you, Tanner Show. What? Kristen Martin. Tanner Kristen. Show. Kristen, I hope Tanner Show. I hope all is well. I know that guy. Yeah. Do you know him? Yeah. Have you ever met Tanner? I think so. He's think a so. dang good drummer, man. Yeah. He's a dang good drummer. I like that guy. It's not showing up on my chat. It's not showing up on your... Maybe you do. Okay, so, so, so we're doing something a little bit 
experimental nowadays, and I'm throwing a multi-stream. So we've got one going on Twitch, so that's what you can see with that chat. But we also have Facebook, so we're uh, we're showing oh, cool. up on Facebook right oh, now. So oh. so Tanner and Kristen uh, from Facebook gave us a hello. So hello, Kristen. I hope all is well. Last time I saw you was the good old days of Central Arkansas, so I hope you're doing fine and dandy. Which, Zombie dorm which life, Kristen? yes. Which Kristen is that? She was she was a resident of mine back at oh, UCA. Okay, okay. Gotcha. And then Tanner, Tanner, I Tanner tried to talk the entire time me and Reno were doing our sports stream on Tuesday, and I hadn't figured out how to look at Facebook chat during that time. So there's just like a wall of Tanner trying to talk to me and me just being a complete jerk because <laughs> because it's it's a proven fact that I am a loser. You're a loser. Are you feeling sorry for yourself? Well, you should be because you are dirt. I'm sorry, Tanner. <laughs> well, just so. Tanner is my cousin, so, you know. He's a jerk. No. <laughs> so, well, no Chris was, Chris so, was, so it was sorry, deserved. Sorry. All right, good. Yes, good. <laughs> but, no, we, we, appreciate, we appreciate anyone stopping by and giving us some chats, giving us chats in the follows. That's fine and dandy and good and grand. Um, loser King, yes. Actually potentially joining a non-competitive drum line. I feel like there's a lot to unpack from that. Uh, well, you know, that is another uh, – Topic for another show. <laughs> well, maybe that's what we should do. No, we should start competitive doing drum. What the hell is that? Yeah, I know that was a lot to unpack. There. I was gonna say, isn't the whole point of a drum line to be competitive? I mean, I that's I, I only played drums to be competitive. Well, that's not true. Um, but no, that, that's still cool. Drum lines are one of the coolest things. Is you know uh, that a drummer can be a part of. I drum lines are one of the only things that I wish I would have went back up and said, man, I need to be in band. Um, you know, but I, but I never did. So anyways, All right. we can continue on with the show. So, <laughs> so to start things off, we're going to go to, a, we're going back to a well, a well that I know so well and in love and enjoy. And I'll throw out the little image, Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters Afterlife. So this is not substantiated. This is not confirmed. This is just high speculation from the nerdiest of degrees. So, Jason uh, Reitman, Reitman, Jason Reitman, uh, a lot of his big market movies, so he's done a lot of indie stuff, and a lot of his stuff that has been popular or hit big either in kind of the awards circles have featured J.K. Simmons. Would so it, it so the the pressure now from the nerd fandom is we have to see J.K. Simmons in this movie. If J.K. Simmons shows up in Ghostbusters Afterlife, which I think would be really cool, how would you feel about it, and what role should he play in it? So there's two things that I thought about. When you when you sent me over the stuff we were going to talk about tonight, and me and TJ kind of conversed on it, J.K. Simmons is one of those people where I feel like he could he he's ver he's so versatile as an actor. You know, here you go, you got you've got a guy in Oz. And then you've got yeah. <laughs> the lady. You've got the lady killers, where Mountain Girl doesn't like to be talked that way at Waffle Hut, you know. <laughs> uh, you know, so I feel like, and a lot of people don't. You know, he's in other things like the Jackal. He's an FBI agent in the Jackal. He's so versatile. But I would love, 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 love to see him play a bad guy, mm. like an awesome bad guy. Give him a beard. Give him some long hair. Put a cloak on him. You know, do some things with that. Now, having said that, if he is not a bad guy, I do think there is a part for him somewhere. 
he could be literally, and I even wrote this on my sheet, like I, I wrote, or crazy Uncle Charlie. <laughs> he could be that kind of guy that is like, you know, the book shop owner in town that knows all about the Manhattan Crossrip, the historian, so to speak, kind of the um, uncle, if you will. To the, every, every, every town has the uncle. Every town has a grandpa and every town has an uncle. <laughs> he could be the crazy kind of uncle that knows all the stuff that these kids go to talk about, which I think that's Phil Rudd's character. So, but which is not to say that there's not a part for him for it. I fully endorse this because I love the man and there's literally nothing bad that he has done in anything that I have seen him in from whether it be Spider-Man to the Jackal to, you know, pick, take your, take your pick. He was Commissioner Gordon. He was Commissioner Gordon. Yeah, for a, like three seconds. For three yeah. seconds. Um, three exact seconds. My thought is, how can you not put him in? Right. Mm-hmm. But what role would I like to see him in? Yeah. Screw the big bat. He's the mayor. Ooh. Ooh. We did not discuss this before the show, by the way. I just thought of it now. I kind of wrote some stuff down. That's so, the perfect role for Wow. So kind good. of like potentially the secondary big bad, maybe someone that doesn't believe in all this ghost cockamamie. Yeah, yeah. Someone someone that's like, why are these t- kids driving around this car and blowing up my town? You know, something <laughs> like that. For you kids. You know, another, like, a, a more up-to-date version of Lenny, I guess. <laughs> uh, that I mean, he, I think the mayor would be like the... Perfect role. That's a good. That's a good spot for him. I think. I, I think you're onto something. Yeah, that that's or like a, the sheriff or something. Something some some official in the town who doesn't like what these kids are doing and doesn't believe in the ghosts and stuff like that. So according to IMDb, they do have a sheriff casted. I didn't know the actor right off the bat. I didn't think of deep diving into it. But I feel like the mayor's probably probably like that more realistic cameo spot we could see him in. But if but if he was gonna be like a legit player in the movie, oh my gosh, I would love for him to be Evo Shandor. That would be cool. Dude, I we I, I, I feel robbed because originally Pee Wee Herman was supposed to be our Evo Shandor, and I feel like I feel like the more I read about what that character was supposed to be, where he was kind of like this this devil that walks among us type character where he's in yeah. a, where he was in the suit kind of charming but a little bit off like i i wish ghostbusters would have had that i try not to criticize my holy grail of movies my my <laughs> my religion of film but i would have loved to see uh, paul rubin as evo shandor or you know this this incarnation of evil spirits no that makes uh, absolute sense. I think he would have been great at it. He was the penguin's father, so I'm just penguin's father. Very true. Very true. I mean, he, he's one of those other guys who you know you know him for what Pee Wee Herman, but you can just see him in so many. Yeah. What movie was that that he was in where he played the? Uh, there was like all the superheroes. He had like the forks or something. Oh, uh, you're thinking of Mystery oh, Men. Mystery <laughs> Men. Oh yeah, mystery man, mystery man. So he's like, you know, one of those. He, I think he would definitely be a good Evo Shandor. Yeah. So I think yeah, he goes kind of un. Someone is saying this. He's actually very. He's he's such a good actor, and I think he gets largely uncredited for a lot of the stuff that he can do. I really want to, in in retrospect, now add a add a large Marge sent you soundbite to my. My little soundtrack board in honor of Pee Wee Herman. 
I know that's not all that he's known for, but Pee Wee Herman, gosh darn it, that guy. That guy, if it wasn't for being in a pervert in a movie theater, probably would have been bigger than what he is. But he was a pervert in a movie theater, and never forget. Never forget. All right. Um, so before we go into the next topic, <laughs> before we go into the next topic, Rooster mentions: uh, Are they finishing? Is it true that they're finishing up a second Gladiator movie? And the answer is apparently yes. They are filming a second Gladiator movie. What do you guys? Would you want to see a second Gladiator movie? Are we talking about like the uh, with uh, Russell uh, Crowe? Uh, have Joaquin Phoenix as the as the yeah? As the, so I'm Commodus. I'm guessing. I'm guessing that it's going to have like different characters, but kind of be along the same <laughs> since he died. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so I feel like what what could retcon it? I'm I mean, just saying. spoiler alert: if you haven't seen Gladiator. <laughs> if you, if you haven't seen a movie from 2000. <laughs> First off, what's up, Rooster? Uh, Rooster man. Second thing to get our, is, uh, oh, you know, I mean, why not? What else is there out there right now? I mean, there's so many options so many things to watch why not see another gladiator movie that seems to be Maybe the prevailing it'll... theory behind all of hollywood right now we could yeah. do this so why not <laughs> well i mean did you did you ever did you ever watch the spartacus show I, that was on? i didn't but i had i know a lot of people loved it and tried to convince me to do it yeah i mean it was a pretty good show that sounds like drugs so i mean if i think that's kind of like the whole People watch Spartacus and then watch Gladiator are going, wait a minute, this isn't like the Spartacus Gladiator stuff. Um, you know, if they did another Gladiator and they did it somewhat like that, I think it'd be more enjoyable than the first one, but whatever. See, I like the first one, though, because that's that's one of the only movies where you actually kind of get, um, you know, the kind of a Roman um, aspect. Of, sorry, I'm trying to rearrange some stuff here. Um but no, I think that uh, I would definitely watch it, and um, even kind of like you know, um, oh gosh, Three Hundred Part Two. You know, I feel like uh, that, that was a movie that could have been done a lot better, but I still watched it anyway. I, I feel the same way about Gladiator. I think I would give it a shot. You know, it, it just seems like one of those movies or one of those kind of. Oh, I wouldn't okay. see it in theater, but oh, I, hell, I would, no. I would rent it on Amazon. We probably. don't go to theaters unless it's <laughs> iconic. Unless it's Ghostbusters or... Uh, well, <laughs> we don't watch theaters in this house. We, you know, we watch no theaters here, we boy. We stay here. All right, so uh, Kristen said, let it die. So she does not want to see a second Gladiator movie. Uh, I'm fine with that, too, though. That's yeah. the weird thing. And then Spartacus, worth it for the cheesy gore. Oh, all right, Kristen, if you say it's worth it for the cheesy gore, it's worth it for the cheesy gore. People have told me kind of what Rooster had br- brought up with the um, appearance of the ass and the titties, that, uh, that that and some of the violence, yeah, maybe that's probably a good a good thing to, if you're if you're into that. I'm into that. <laughs> I'm into yeah. that. Well, you know, I, I mean, personally, I abstain from chicanery like that. So. <laughs> That's very respectable of you. I don't even know. I don't even know what those things are. <laughs> I've never heard of the ass titties. <laughs> I've never heard of the ass and titties. There was a lot of peeing too. Well, whatever. You know, it's twenty. <laughs> it's twenty. It's twenty twenty. I almost said it's twenty nineteen. It's twenty nineteen. Whatever. Baby. Just let it be. <laughs> Just let it be. All right. <laughs> so next topic was birds of prey, which is essentially uh, DC versus Marvel type of conversation. So birds of prey versus Black Widow. These movies are about to start rolling out, and it's going to be the first big battle 
that we see Marvel squaring up with uh, kind of DC's not primary female character, but Harley Quinn has gained a lot of momentum. And Black Widow, who before Captain Marvel was essentially the only Marvel female character rolling out there worth touting about. Do you feel like one of them has a leg up on the other, and is there one that you feel more interested to see in theater or just in general? You want to start, or do you want me to go? You know what? I'll, uh, I'll go ahead and start this. I think Black Widow is going to outperform Birds of Prey at the box office easily. I think that one's got a leg up because it's part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. DC's always had, they've had problems, a lot of problems lately with their cinematic universe. Um, Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey. I mean, the, the movie looks looks absolutely cheesy to me. <laughs> I'll watch it because I'm a DC guy over a Marvel guy. So um, I don't like a lot of their casting choices, but more on that coming. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's it is what it is. It's it'll it'll do well. It'll do well because Harley Quinn is such a popular character. But I think Black Widow is going to have the leg up. Black Widow is going to be the one that outperforms, and it's going to be. Um, yeah, it's it's going to be the one that wins the box office. Will internet trolls stand in their way? <laughs> internet trolls stand in everybody's way. In, in this way. case, though, it doesn't matter. In this case, with the internet trolls. I don't, um, I don't think they will, though, because I think what you have here uh, is you got, well, I don't know. I, take, I might take that back. You have two opposite sides of the spectrum, which if we're going to break it down to um, as low as we can on the spectrum. So you have Black Widow, which is, and again, this, this is maybe a total discrepancy as far as but i'm just kind of breaking it down to what i see you have black widow which is superhero military-esque kind of warrior-like and then on the other end you have harley quinn which is more um bad girl villain i think there's a lot of people that identify with both that like to see both but i think the black widow audience tips uh, tends to respond to tits <laughs> that was unintentional i promise Tends is what I meant to say. Uh, I think the the overwhelming reaction is going to shift more towards the Black Widow because I think that's what uh, more people want to see uh, as a whole. Um, and I, when I say it's going to tilt, it may not be 70, 30, 60, 40, but I, but I think Black Widow is going to have the edge there as far as the box office goes. Now, me personally, and I told you this before we got on the air. There's just something about the Harley Quinn character that I do not like. And it's not Margot Robbie. And it's not really even these movies that have been, you know, Suicide Squad plus this one. It's just Harley Quinn's character, the beboppy kind of, you know, I just, I don't know. There's something about it bugs the fire out of me. And I don't like, so as far as which one I will personally prefer, Black Widow hands down. Because Harley Quinn's character overall just annoys me and I, and I can't I can't tell you why other than it's just it gets on my nerves it's probably the voice it though. might be the voice the voice is it might be the voice I, honestly <laughs> like Black Widow's gonna have a better story I think so I've heard yeah. I've heard things about the Harley Quinn movie being uh, the Birds of Prey not really having a good strong story but you know like Suicide Squad didn't have a good strong story 
Um, and it just seems, I mean, it's, yeah, I don't know. I think it, it'll be one to watch, but it's not going to win the box office by any means. It's, it's good, good point here by Rooster and Scarlett J. Let's be real here. Yeah. Yeah, and then on Facebook. You got to be in it. And then Facebook, Kristen says, diversity and variety of characters are more vast and more hero-verse in the Birds of Prey, which which I agree. There's going to be a lot more, and there'll be a, probably a lot more name recognition type characters than that than you'll see from uh, uh, Black Widow's rolling out of, here's the Russian Avengers, <laughs> like... Uh, which, if you haven't seen, if you haven't seen the trailer for the Russian movie ripoff of the American Avengers, it is the best thing ever. A guy turns into a bear. That that is a piece of it. Instead of having a Hulk, they have a big bear guy, and it's awesome. Oh my! Yeah, so that's something that we can watch What's later. What's the name of the movie? I forget what What's it's the name called. Of the movie? I, I have to look it up as Russian Avengers. That's literally how I look it up each time. Uh, but uh, so I agree, and then says, and then Kristen goes on to say, uh, wider net, so it doesn't take itself too seriously. And I think, I think with DC, that's kind of not where they're going with everything, but where they've decided to go with some things because a lot of the Snyderverse DC was such a slog through everything sucks, grayscale, constant rain, our mother's name is Martha, and like. It, it got it, it wore you out, and, it, and you're gonna see that pace kind of probably come in because James Gunn's Suicide Squad is probably gonna be not beboppy in the sense of what you were not enjoying, uh, Jared, but beboppy in the sense of it's probably gonna be a lighter tone story, still covering some death and destruction of people that are essentially mass murderers with superpowers. Let's see the poor storyline. I feel like the writing of the character Harley Quinn is mediocre at best. Yeah, I mean. It's it's so I think Harlequin is going to be either another maybe some curb appeal DC movie or they're hoping it'll be like James Gunn's uh Guardians of the Galaxy and it hits it off big with a bunch of characters maybe you don't feel too comfortable with but whatever whatever I cannot hear you boys are you there and what about now I can hear you now All right have it quick microphone flub forgot to set uh, skype up with this new interface so i'll work on that next episode so actually even though we have these wonderful microphones here in front of us you're actually not hearing us through them you're hearing us off my webcam so if we sound like we're talking from four miles away that's why uh, so uh, <laughs> but hey so on this next one um ezra miller appeared in cw's flash as part of the crisis on infinite earth's crossover event is that a big deal or a desperation move? What we're going to do now is I'm going to let you talk about that first, Chris. <laughs> well, I try to fix the audio issue here. And since I know nothing about Ezra Miller, CW, or Flash, I'm going to let TJ take the next question. But you go first. All right. So for those of you that don't follow along, the CW has their version of the Flash on TV. And for the longest time, the C or not the CW, DC has kind of guarded some of their heavier assets and has graciously allowed CW to take such noteworthy characters like Elastic Man, <laughs> um, the Trickster, <laughs> and, and, and a couple of other characters. It was a big deal when The Flash got put on the CW. It was a big deal when they created their own version of Superman. 
Uh, but with this recent crossover, so every now and then the CW series do a big crossover that ties all their shows together. Uh, this one brought in Ezra Miller, the Flash from the movie verse of DC, into the CW. Is that a big deal? I feel like that's. Uh, so I, I've I don't I've only I've toyed around with I think. I think it is desperation, right? I think this is the way of saying, all right, listen, the CW's Flash is way more popular than our Flash that suddenly appeared on Justice League for a brief second. Let's let's try to let's try to build up his image and let's build up some hype because Ezra Miller will be carrying this next Flash movie where we do a Flashpoint storyline and God knows what that does to the DC extended universe. Okay, so, um, Rooster, have fun at the strip club. <laughs> <laughs> yes, take me next time. Not that I've ever been to one or know what that stuff is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, is this a big deal or a desperation move? Um, I don't think it's a big deal, and I don't think it's a desperation move, and I don't. And I think that is just because, you know, you're doing crosses on infinite earths. Yeah. And it's essentially what it is, infinite earths. I think it was just kind of like a, an Easter egg for the fans. Kind of one of those things where it's like, hey, you know what? We said that we're going to be separate, but, you know, they're also still kind of joined with the multiverse here. Um, I think it was just kind of like for the fans kind of thing. I don't think it would have any importance to it. I don't think it's going to be mentioned outside of Oh yeah. Uh, in the Flash movie. It's not going to be mentioned anywhere in the future of the DC, like the CW Arrowverse, I guess is what it's called. Yeah. Um, I, like I said, I think it's just one of those things where, I mean, they did the entire, I watched the entire Crisis on Infinite Earths. I am a Flash fan. I'm an Arrow fan. Um, I like what they're doing with the CW universe, like having all the shows combined. But they also, I mean, they brought back, you know, the 66 Batman for, you know, they brought back Burt Ward for a line <laughs> before they destroyed his universe. They brought back um, who the first, like one of the reporters in the first Batman movie. Uh, they brought him for a line before they destroyed the universe. They brought back Birds of Prey TV series. You know, they tied all this stuff in as part of the big multiverse. And that's the one thing that they didn't do was the movie Snyderverse kind of things, which I think that's all it was for was just kind of put those two on screen for a few minutes, let them have a little bit of fun and blow some people's minds. And then yeah. that's all it's going to be. Yeah. Um, the Flash is getting his new his his own movie. The Ezra Miller Flash. It's from what I hear, Flashpoint. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if they're going to try to do something crazy like reset the DC extended universe or whatever the DCEU, whatever it's called. But don't you kind of hope they do? Like a, <laughs> you know, it, it would it wouldn't be bad if they did. Um, you know, with movies like Wonder Woman that are actually sure. going true really well you know aquaman did really well shazam did i think decent. Oh, that, that surprised uh, me too how good that movie was i liked shazam i oh, thought I it, you it. know 
when, when we were talking about Christmas movies, I think I said something about Shazam being might be considered a Christmas movie because it does take place kind of around that time. Um, you know, Jared says, "Tell him to go to the next topic." <laughs> I didn't want you to read that aloud. I'm still trying to figure out the audio thing here. He's still trying to figure. I out was just thing. hoping you would blindly pitch and be like, "But anyways, this next topic. What do you think about that, Chris?" But, but I'm not. Uh, I'm not finished on this topic. I mean, I, I might as well be. You know, <laughs> it was just like a fun way to fun way to tie all the shows, or, you know, all the all the universes together. So. I don't know what the next topic is. It's Christian Bale. Christian Bale in a Marvel movie. Is that a big deal or not? Do nerds like us make a bigger deal out of that than what it really is? I see. I don't even think that's a big deal, in my opinion. Um, He's done his his three contracted uh, Batman movies. So... I mean, hell, I think the uh, the wizard Shazam in Shazam was, I think, the guy, one of the guys in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Like yep. One of the yep. things. So, I mean, it's not a big deal. It's just, you know, if they have the right part for him and he doesn't throw a fit behind the camera, then I say it's a good move. Okay. Well, before, before we continue with that, uh, Kristen says on Facebook, uh, this was done and failed by Marvel also with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., correct. Uh, with very minor characters coming in, correct. So DC has done it more effectively, but it does seem desperate. I agree. So DC, their TV programming for their comic book properties has been a lot better than what Marvel has been putting out on TV. Streaming series, so the Netflix series, that's probably a different animal. What's going to come out on Disney Plus will probably be a different animal. But right now, DC's TV has been doing really well on CW. I don't know why they haven't tried to capitalize on this more from the jump to begin with. Uh, but yeah, and then uh, show Tanner says, I personally think it's a marketing move. I don't think this can really be a losing situation. It's win-win. True. True. Yep. So, so real quickly, yeah. how's our audio sound real quick? I, I made some adjustments. Is it a little bit better? I, Does it sound like we're coming out of a microphone or through a microphone? Then I think it's still coming through, through the webcam. Damn it. Yeah. All right. We'll fix it for next week. Okay. Uh, so Do I right. sound further away now? Uh, I mean, not really. The webcam mic is pretty good. Like, it picks up pretty well. Alright. Cool. So, All right. so I will say, the more I thought about this, the less I realized, like, how much, of a, how much of a big deal I didn't make that Michael Keaton came to Marvel. So I guess if, if the more, I guess my more well-known Batman didn't, didn't cause a ripple for me, why should Christian Bell? Who had a who had a trilogy, well, but really, Heath Ledger was the star of his trilogy, even though he was only in one movie. Yeah, to kind of throw my two cents in on that, while I was working around, I don't think uh, I don't think it's a bad thing. Here's the thing with Christian Bale, and you kind of touched on this. I think if it's the right role for him, he would be absolutely excellent for it. But if it's the wrong role, Christian Bale gets thrust into a lot of roles sometimes where he kind of force acts, quote unquote, and I don't. I don't want him... I wouldn't like it if he was in the wrong role. If he's in the right role, I think it'll be fantastic. 
So, kind of segueing, going from one Batman to the other Batman I just mentioned, Michael Keaton is in Sony-owned Marvel character Morbius's trailer. And the trailer made a lot of indications that they really stressed the fact that this is brought to you by the same people that brought you Spider-Man Homecoming. Remember that movie? Hey, we're kind of related to that. Is it a big deal that Michael Keaton appears in Mor- in Morbius? I don't think it is because what? The, when was the last time that Michael Keaton played Batman? 1989? <clears throat> no, 91 uh, for Batman Returns. Um, you had some interesting points on this, so I'm going to let you rock and roll on it. Uh, I right, when he's about to take a sip. <laughs> oh, well, go ahead. Take your sip. Take your sip. So... Blah 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 now, this suggests that Morbius is going to be part of the MCU along with, I think, I think are they trying to bring in Venom? I think it's, it's something along those lines. It's, they're trying to create the Spider-Man universe outside of the MCU, but still have it part of the MCU. So, I oh. think that's really what the big deal is, is... Morbius, I don't think was originally supposed to be. This is all Sony. This isn't. This yeah. isn't Disney at all. Mm-mm. And that's the, I think the biggest thing with it is maybe something where Sony and Disney have finally worked out some kind of a deal to where they can do this on their own and still be tied in to the thing. I don't know. That's I don't big deal. Yes. So I feel Why? like <laughs> I feel like this could be a big deal for two reasons. Reason one, what you were saying, TJ, where it feels like it's going to be potentially connected to the MCU, which means that you're getting a fast track to Sinister Six being a thing because Michael Keaton's character is the Vulture. I don't know how Morbius ties into all of it, but hey, screw it. I will gladly take whatever we can get to create a Sinister Six. Where I think it could also be a big deal is this could be Sony's most clever marketing strategy ever because they still own the rights to Spider-Man. So why don't you do everything but say MCU to market your film that you want people to show up to because they love the MCU and they think everything you do is hot garbage except for Venom. So do it, man. Like You're either big ballsing a weird play that could get you sued and if you do, then great. That means Disney will absorb you, and then I'll finally get all of my characters in the in the Disney verse, and I'll be fine with that monopoly. Or they got the money. Yeah. You know, or it's just like that's really like, hey, that's creative and clever. You're using the property pieces that you own that you're not letting Marvel borrow, so you can still kind of do this wink and nod stuff, kind of like what Deadpool did in his teasers and trailers leading up to it, and not and not cause a big deal, but still feel like you're relating to something that people do want to see. That makes sense. No, I, th- I think you're on to something. And again, I kind of don't, I don't necessarily have too much of a dog in the fight, but I think based on what both of you guys have said, that does make sense where um, 
you know, it's leading to something bigger. It's a bigger aspect of things, and it's not. A lot of people get kind of stuck in their ways as far as, well, Michael Keaton and Christian Bell were Batman. That's DC. They can't do anything not DC now. It's a typecast kind of thing. I don't give a hell who plays him. Like, if, if you get Hugh Jackman to come back and play Batman, you know, would people throw a fit about that? I think he'd be a horrible Batman, by the way, just for the record. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, he doesn't need to play Batman. He needs to play Logan Wayne. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if anyone else remembers the uh, the Batman or the uh, Marvel and DC yeah. where they merged characters yep. and made like a Dark Claw. Or I can't remember what the yep. guy's name was, but oh, it was gosh. basically Wolverine and Batman merged into one. Yeah, it's pretty clever, but dumb. So <laughs> I know, uh, is Reno coming on here in a few minutes? Uh, he'll be on whenever I text that dummy. <laughs> Well, I didn't know if we. I figured we could skip past number. Uh, well, I mean, we number set. Well, we're we, on we, six. We text. We technically started a little bit late, so I mean, if if you guys still have time, we can right, still yeah, we can still good, cover it. Yep. Oh, yeah. oh no, we're good. We're good. I just didn't want you to miss anything. Nope. Reno's my little. So bitch. next up, <laughs> he my little bitch. Take that, you little bitch. So next up on the list, we've got: Is DC moving a bunch of their properties to HBO Max a good move or a bad move? So we talked about this a little bit beforehand, and um, you know, and just with me being in the in the type of industry that I'm in, I can see a good and bad positive thing, or I can see a good and bad thing to this. Looking looking at it from the DCU is if they're looking at keeping a streaming service available, but they don't quite have the audience that they want or the numbers that they want. It would seem like HBO Max would be a good idea there to say, hey, DCU, now on it. Because, I mean, it's not like DC's not getting paid, you know, fees to, to be on HBO Max. You know, so they definitely are. They're getting paid for a subscriber. I don't know how all the algorithm, al- algorithms figure it out into that. But it's not like DC's losing any money by moving it to HBO Max. What they're trying to do is gain share and gain, you know, gain a lot more audience. By doing that, like you said before, when we talked, there is, you know, one show that is on DCU and then HBO Max. And maybe the whole purpose of that is to gain notoriety for this show on one platform that you don't quite have here. You got your diehard DC people that are going to stream DC, you know, DC platform no matter what. But there may be that niche audience that is looking for something different, and HBO Max reaches, I mean, let's be honest, HBO Max reaches a lot more people than the DC Universe does, you know, and it's kind of like Amazon Prime. I may never be able to find the cheesy B-rated horror movie that was shot in Vancouver by a bunch of film school students with a Canon camera, you know, anywhere else. But I can damn sure find it on Amazon Prime if I'm not looking for it. And sometimes most of those movies turn out to be gigantic failures, but every once in a while... Every once in a while, there's a movie with like 58 likes that was shot by some 19-year-old kid in Canada, and it's absolutely brilliant. It's not great cinematography, or you know, but like you see the wheels turn and go, wow, this guy, this guy's doing things, and you just find that stuff. The same way it goes with HBO Max. What somebody's looking for on HBO Max, they they may not even have a clue about DC Universe, or not even be interested at all, but they may run across that show on HBO Max and say hey, I'm going to give this a shot. And so I think that allows them to have that platform. Like I said, DC's not going to lose any customers over it. If anything, they're going to gain money. 
and possibly more subscriptions because if they find out it is DC, who's to say that person is not going to go subscribe to DCU once they see that show, if they're already on HBO Max, if they're like, I want more horror or you know, super, <laughs> I'm on horror. I want more, you know, superhero type DC stuff. Let's get rid of HBO Max and let's go over to DCU. So I think this is a win-win for uh, for um, DC, and I think it's a it's definitely a win-win for HBO Max. All right. So Kristen on Facebook says HBO is expensive compared to accessibility of something like Hulu uh, or Disney Plus or Netflix, uh, which it really is. It's still kind of a pricey. It's still a premium option in terms of things, and that seems kind of weird with where. Everything else is kind of trending. We'll yeah, see how that... It, it, abs- it absolutely is, though. But again, we're talking about different audiences and having that reach. Not every DC show is going to go to HBO Max. So when you look at it from that perspective, if, if, if DC is trying to say, hey, let's get some of these shows over here that are for people that are already uh, you know HBO Max subscribers that they may like, I think it's a good move by DC to try to get more people to subscribe to DCU. Right now... They're trying to look at it and they say, hey, we've got to get we, we want more people to to be here. What's the what's a good platform? What's a good way for us to do that? There's not really a better one online streaming right now other than Amazon than HBO. Showtime can't do it. Cinemax can't do it. Stars can't do it. HBO can pull it off. And if you're picking a platform, that's the one I would want to go with to get notoriety to my brand. HBO, I think. They're the first premium channel to offer a streaming platform. Um, or at least exactly, on their Tanner. Own. Exactly, Tanner. Now, moving DC shows, yes, it is expensive. But my understanding, when I read up on it uh, back whenever I first heard about it, is something <laughs> where if you're already subscribed to an HBO, uh, like to subscribe to HBO, then you're going to have HBO Max. Um, Uh, DC moving a bunch of their properties so it could be it could signal one or two things Um, is the DC Universe streaming service failing and they're trying to get a platform for their new shows from my understanding is they're going to open up with uh, Doom Patrol season 2 Doom Patrol is an excellent show that's what I've heard that's what I've heard um, it, it blew my mind how good it actually was because these are, you know, superheroes that no one really has ever heard of, um, except for Cyborg. <laughs> so the John Claude Van Damme movie. Yes. yes sure. <laughs> oh, 1982. Yes. So, uh, you know, Doom Patrol comes out and then what happens with Swamp Thing? Swamp Thing was excellent. I think. You know, my opinion, Swamp Thing was excellent, but I guess there were some issues with the state that they were filming in, and they were screwed out of a lot of money and decided it wasn't worth keeping it up. Uh, so, you know, maybe if something like HBO comes along to where they can stream these shows on there, that gives them more revenue for those shows in particular. Yes, it needs to stick with animated. I agree. Um, their animated movies are great DCs are uh, so good or bad move like I said it could be either or, either um, signaling the fall of the DC Universe subscription service and they're trying to get a new platform for their upcoming shows or it could be a way to 
interconnect the shows, in my opinion. Like, uh, you put this new show on HBO Max. People sit there and go, I like this show, but I want to see season one. Where can I find it? Oh, DC Universe. What else do they have? Yeah. Titans. I've heard a little bit about that. Swamp Thing. I've heard a little bit about that. Oh, look, I can watch the old Superman movies. I haven't seen those in a while. So it could be a, a way to get them to maybe try to get more subscribers to the DC Universe along with that. I think I think the biggest thing is this Green Lantern series that they're coming out with is mm. actually going to HBO Max yep. and is not going to be on the DC Universe. That's going to be the other thing that I was talking about. It's a win-win for both because if it's not on, not available on DC Universe and still is on HBO Max, what obviously both companies want you to do is to subscribe to both. So, But if DC Universe is failing, then... Which we don't know that. that, that, that again, that's kind of a speculatory thing. That, yeah. that, but it's definitely, a, I mean, it, it makes absolute sense because DC Universe doesn't have the, I mean, they don't have the clout that HBO does. You know, there's not a lot of people out there that do. As far as streaming goes, they don't have the... Um, you know, they don't have the infrastructure that HBO has got set up for that. So, and they, they may not even be failing necessarily so much as saying, hey, we can accomplish the same we're thing not, here. We're not making enough revenue. Let's put this on yes, somewhere where we're going to get more revenue. Make no mistake, DC is still making money off of HBO when, when they, you know, off subscribers based on views and clicks and whatever algorithm they've got in there. So DC's not going to lose anything over this. It could be this subtle transfer, and they may keep the streaming service, but they may just simplify it to where it's it's something you know all movies, all and TV movies shows and TV shows, prior, but new stuff right. Be on HBO. New stuff will be on HBO Max, and once that, let's say even season one is aired and season two is aired, they may move that back to DC. Uh, you know, it, it, there's just so many things as far as that streaming goes, but both of these companies have really thought about this. They would, uh, well, okay, Tanner, yeah, working with Netflix, you're absolutely right. But for whatever reason, whoever they talked to at, you know, HBO presented a better offer. D, I'm sure right now, if DC, if DC is involved with a deal with HBO, it's not because they didn't talk to Netflix, Hulu, Cinemax. They're talking to all these people. And for whatever reason, HBO gave them something that they thought was a better offer that nobody else gave them. Um, Marvel, and, hold on, you know, it's kind of going back to what he Tanner's saying. Marvel did it. Marvel, okay, with, sorry, sorry. Uh, with Netflix, and it was a huge hit. That may be why DC's going with HBO to not compete with Marvel. Well, or compete on an outside way. See, the thing is, they weren't really that huge of a hit. I mean, they canceled yeah. all these shows after two or three seasons. It's a good point. You know, they were they were good. Like, I mean, gosh, Iron Fist was horrible. Oh, it's bad. Uh, uh, Jessica Jones, I stopped watching after, I think, the second episode. Okay. I was about to say, is that the Jean-Claude Van Damme movie again? I love Jessica Jones season one. You shut your whore mouth. <laughs> shut that hole. So, so I think, I think, and uh, I think Tanner had mentioned it before about this being Universal's response. This is AT&T's response is what I feel like. Because not only so, we didn't talk about this because I didn't throw it in there for you all, or for you two to think about, but a but AT&T has brought, or HBO Max has collected Sesame Street, has collected a continuation of Adventure Time, so there's your younger audience, uh, and some of your older audience, because let's be real, a bunch of 20-year-olds in college are watching Adventure Time, and or 30-year-olds that have children, um, and use children as an excuse to watch cartoons. 
and then you've got oh. the DC properties. You've got then everything else HBO is coming in. It kind of feels like HBO Max is gearing up for, okay, listen, we saw Disney+. Plus. They have five different categories in there. They've got Star Wars, Marvel, National Geographic for whoever the hell watches that, and then they've got the Disney stuff. If we're going to compete, we can't just do one branch of here's a small subsidy of Warner Media. We need to compile it all somewhere. And AT&T owns this stuff. Disney owns that stuff. Let's go ahead. Let's let's create. Let This is the end game. This is the start of the Infinity War for streaming services because it's about to start getting super bloody. Well, and then here any time now, you're going to have NBC Peacock coming out too. So, which again is more like CBS All Access Network TV, but streaming is, I mean, it, it's definitely ramping up, and you're right, which is why I think HBO, by the way, is the, one of the only ones out there, because Amazon is still kind of over here by itself. Hulu is still kind of over here by itself. Not that they are better or worse than Netflix, but as far as a streaming service with original movies, original programming, you know, because Hulu and Amazon, a lot of that is. Not that Amazon and Hulu don't have original programming, but a lot of it's not. Netflix has original programming. HBO has original pro, and as far as the like, like I said, the big four: Stars, Cinemax, Showtime, and HBO. HBO has always been the big dog, and HBO will probably continue to be the big dog. And I think that is why um, you know DC has kind of said there because it's kind of like you you might have a Marvel thing going on with Netflix. HBO has been trying to compete with Netflix for a long time now, and HBO would be willing to take a chance, especially with all the new DC. Because if you'll notice, not that the Marvel stuff has faded off some, but Marvel had a good run with all their stuff that they did. Now DC's kind of creeping into that category. There is, there's going to be market share that people want. HBO, and again, HBO's not stupid, and neither is DC. They know what's going on, and they're, they're hedging their bets, basically. I don't agree. I don't care if you disagree, Tana. I don't care. HBO <laughs> content has gone down from the Netflix has gone up. No, okay. That, well, that's debatable. Well, whose audience are we talking about? Are we talking about more of adult audiences? Are we talking about adults 25? I mean, there are certain demographics that go into these things. They're so losing ground. So they're I, I losing wanna, ground. I want to answer Not Brandon Hall's uh, Hang on. Let me, get, let me get to Kristen there for a second. <laughs> Not necessarily that they're losing ground. It could be that they're losing ground, but a lot of it could be they're trying to make up ground they don't have. They're trying to increase share that they don't have. For example, let's say Netflix's audience is primarily, and I'm just throwing this out there because I have no idea, but let's just say Netflix's audience primarily is males 25 to 34. And let's say HBO's audience is primarily adults, male and female, you know, 35 to 64. If HBO wants to get some of those younger audiences, they are going to do what they can to bring in more of that market share from, um, you know, from Netflix. It, it's it, nobody's necessarily losing in all of this. It is just um, they're they're trying to increase the market share that they've already got. What did he say? TJ is ready. Batman the movie featuring Adam West. Well, he's dead, so that would be tough. No, but no, I would watch is, it. Oh, the one that already exists, not they, a new one. They, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been kind of hard the to movie do. Featuring Adam West, a good DC movie that's not animated. HBO is affordable for, and again, 
I, and I totally respect you, Tanner. I don't mean anything bad by this. You call it crappy programming. Well, just because you doesn't just because you doesn't like it, just just because you don't like it doesn't mean there are a lot of people that don't. They're making money hand over foot, and so is Netflix. So they have their own audiences that people are watching those shows. Again, what HBO is trying to do is they're trying to capitalize on the DC wave that is coming because it is coming, and not that Marvel is sliding off of the wave, but I think Marvel's kind of. I think Marvel's on a downhill slope a little bit, and it, it's not a drastic slope. People are still interested in it, and they're still going to buy it. But it's DC's on the rise, I guess, is the point. So Marvel, let's just say Marvel's still on the rise, too. DC is going faster than Marvel at this point as far as what they're producing, content they're producing. So they, there's no reason for HBO to not say, hey, I like that. Let me try to get in on it. I'm not losing any money by doing it other than what I have to pay DC, but I can increase my market share, increase my profitability by bringing them in. And I still may have to pay them retransmit fees, you know, a streaming fees based on per subscriber, however they figure it out. But ultimately what, what's going to happen for both companies, HBO's share of viewers is going to go up. DC shares of viewers is going to go up as well but it'll be on the HBO platform, and if they still hold on to DC, they're still going to retain those customers. Let's just assume for just a second, like you said, let's assume it's failing. DC Universe has said, listen, the streaming thing is not going to work. We're out. We're transferring all of our stuff to HBO. Once they do that, DC still doesn't lose money by transferring all their stuff to HBO. They've gone with a competent platform that people will go. And Tanner, to go what you said for just a second, HBO's crappy programming if DC Universe moved all that stuff to HBO, the DC Universe that watches DC would follow them to HBO. They would say, hey, it's worth an extra couple bucks a month from DC Universe because I want to watch X, Y, and Z. They will follow them or go. People will spend money on what they want to spend money on if it's an economically feasible. One of those economically feasible things, whether it is or not, is streaming services. I guarantee you, I promise you, if you have a hardcore DC fan in whatever audience it is, whether it be Batman, you know, whatever DC audience it is, if you have a hardcore DC fan and the DC fan has to choose between HBO Max and Netflix, they'll give up Netflix to go to HBO Max so they can watch their DC, their DC stuff. Or they'll keep them both. But they will not give up HBO Max. And that is, again, that's a hardcore DC fan. But I promise you there will, people, there will be people that will do that that will say, man... You know, Netflix is great. I've got all these movies. And as I was telling you before, here's another point that we're not even considering. These things are paid monthly. You're not signing annual contracts for these things. So let's say a new season of something drops on DC and you go, huh, I want to watch that. It's going to be on for the next month and a half. Well, I'm going to cancel Netflix for a month and a half, and then I'm going to subscribe to HBO Max for a month and a half. Watch my show, cancel HBO because it's stupid expensive, and then I'm going to go back to DC or Netflix. And then I'm going to watch that and keep watching it when another comes around. People do this all the time. Shit, I've done it on Amazon Prime where I'm like, hey, i got to catch up on Game of Thrones. So I'm going to subscribe to the HBO channel, you know, <laughs> so I can catch up on Game of Thrones. And once it was over, it's kind of like, don't need HBO anymore. I'm going to, Stars is less expensive and I can still get some movies. And, ooh, look, there's Shudder. It's only a couple <laughs> bucks a month. So people are going to, I mean, I'm not the only one that does that. People are going to cancel and add subscriptions all the time. So it's not hurting anybody. Anyways, there's my tear. <laughs> Did you time it, Chris? Wait, 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 wait. Oh my god. No, that's not what I want. No, no, what do I want? Where is it? Oh my god, no, what is it? What is it? Oh shit, where is it? 
Uh. Oh shit! I what I do with it? Oh, I had a, good, a I had a good one. What did she this. just send? Is that a sunshine emoji? I can't see. It's blurry. Oh man, I still I had a I thought I had a good one poster for this. I guess. Damn. I it. Damn. I had another King of the Hill one. I thought. I guess I didn't save it on here. <laughs> that was. What it, it? It was. It was. Oh my God! Are you still talking? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wish I was listen, that. listen, oh my listen. Okay, economics 101. Oh, is it clapping, B Hall? Oh, clap, clap, Kristen. I'm sorry, B Hall was with you. Thank you, Kristen. I appreciate that. No, um, so full disclosure, and again, I don't get into it a whole lot, but I, I that's that's the industry that I work in now, so I kind of know how these things work, and I know, I know, I, I know, I know kind of what's going on without knowing what's going on. So I can get a little long-winded about it. I apologize. Your your passion got hit, and you. I am the hype. Tell him. <laughs> <laughs> you were the hype, man. You were the hype, bro. Uh, but yeah. So before we transition to Marvel now with Falcon and Winter Soldier or WandaVision, I will say. Anything you want to say? About, can we skip that one and just go to Lord of the Rings? You just want to go to Lord of the Rings? Say about we, Disney Plus, Jared? Anything? Disney Plus? Can we go to Lord of the Rings? No, no please don't. We ain't got a Lord of Rings. I got Star Wars, I guess. Yeah, I honestly never. Uh, I had Falcon and Winter Soldier and WandaVision. Neither. <laughs> Beyond, yes, claps and throws party hats. Falcon and Winter Soldier all the way. Excuse you. Who burped? Did I burp? Was it me? Uh, I feel like I burp like every other minute. I'm not sure why I'm I think, I, think I probably did something. I, I think it's me because I've said I'm not interested in either of them. Oh, well, we can talk about that. I'm sorry. I don't want to make I don't want to make Kristen mad there. It's just not something I have a lot of experience in. Oh, or, whoa, you know, I didn't. Or that's not what I meant. I meant on. Lord of the Amazon. Lord of the Amazon. On. There we go. On. So which one? Well. So it's been it's ten sixteen. So whatever you want to do. So so Falcon Winter Soldier. We can we can we can cut we can save some time on that one. Uh, I don't know. Like I don't even know. I don't even I don't even know what the hell which one. Uh, let me think about that one honestly, because I don't even know now that I think about it. Like one ties into a movie that's really cool. The other one has characters I probably care about more. So we'll see. We'll see which I, one of those are you care. Are both of these supposed to be live action? I've heard that they're doing some kind of animated thing or something. So the only but. animated version of uh, the Marvel TV series on Disney Plus that I've heard of so far are the What Ifs, and that's because they plan on bringing in like Captain America in a What If scenario. What If scenario. So Chris Evans isn't going to act as Captain America anymore, but he'll provide his voice. And you'll get a animated Captain America that is hopefully they do a Hydra story with him because that was something that really rankled the panties of a lot of people. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, it'd be interesting to just see a couple episodes, see what they're like. But I really just, you know, there's two characters I probably would like to watch more stuff from, and then two that I probably have just. Don't care. <laughs> Honestly, at this point, I'm just waiting for Disney Plus to bring back The Mandalorian, and I don't really care what else they release until then. Yeah. All right, so Lord of the Rings on Amazon Prime. I didn't even yes. know this was a thing until I started looking for some uh, topic points today, and then when I read it, I was like, wait, how has this not been something that has burned through my internet searches? Like, why okay. is this thing here now? Pause. Um, yes. Something that Kristen said, she's a Winter Soldier fangirl, so do you believe 
that the Winter Soldier is the true Captain America over the Falcon. Oh. Ruh-ro. <laughs> Something to stew on for a few. Which, I think that's honestly a plot point that they will be tackling in the series. I think it is, too. <laughs> I think it is, too. I think it's something that they're going to they're gonna have them kind of fighting about. You know, Bucky's like, I've been there since day one. And then um, Winter or uh, Falcon be like, yeah, but he gave the shield to me. Then they'd probably fight or something. I don't know. It seems like it'd be interesting. Okay, so, Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yeah. I just had to... Had to Comment on that Lord of the Rings on Amazon prequel series. So, yeah, it sounds like it's going to be a prequel series. They haven't released anything other than they've started giving some of the cast their character names, and only one of them is a character that has been in the film series, that has been in the film verse. Or... Is it a young Gandalf? No, it's a. Uh... Is it baby Gandalf? No, it's Are we uh, going to get baby gosh. Gandalf? Is he going to be like a little baby <laughs> in a gray robe? Little, little wrinkly old ears? man smoking a pipe. <laughs> that would be so you cool. Shot, we should do that. We should you make... <laughs> we're making baby Gandalf before they make baby Gandalf. He'll have a little pipe. He'll be smoking it. We will get billions. <laughs> 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 I think in the massive scheme... And what they created, what they have going on, Bucky has a lot. Oh, that's so. So yeah. So the one, so the one character, (laughs) so the one character from the films, the book that has been mentioned in that has been listed in the cast list is uh, uh, gosh, what's her name? Uh, Galadriel. One of the elves. One of the elves. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you know I'm all for it because I've always I've always loved the Lord of the Rings story, um, and I think we, again we kind of talked about it before the show what what to talk about, you know. But I think there is I think there's some room there to talk about the origins of the rings and where the rings came from, um, you know. Uh, but I but I can't see you know I can't see it being. I mean, what else would you make it about if not that? I mean, it, it, I think it's a good thing because it's going to expand that universe that there's so yeah. many fans for, much like what, you know, Disney has done with Star Wars. Um, but as far as a prequel go, I mean, I don't think you can do something in between uh, The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings. I think it's, it's going to have to be something way before something about the creation of the rings, maybe prior to the creation of the rings, something uh, that deals directly with that. And ends with that. So, so the speculation is that it'll take place during the Second Age. And if you don't know what that means, the Second Age in the Lord of the Rings the universe F-U. covers three thousand four hundred and seventeen years. <laughs> oh, screw that! <laughs> is it really that long? So it's like it's like this could be literally anything. Uh, there was a lot of there was a lot of speculation that they were wanting it to have something to do with uh, Aragon. It sounds like it might have to do with Aragon's ancestors, but if it, the Second Age could be anywhere between, none of this ever existed. And hey, some of these things may have existed. Some of these things aren't even thoughts in their grandpappy's eye. I just don't see how you could do it without it having to do something with the rings in some way. After all, that's, I mean, the entire series about, well, I guess the entire, and I'm not, I, I don't mean the movies, I mean the book, 
you know, the whole point about that was the, the, the journey of the hobbits, and then with it coming to the movie mode, it was all about the rings. All six movies have been about a ring. I mean, it really has. Um, They've been about walking. There's been a lot of walking. A lot of walking. I like Kevin Smith's take on it. If you need to walk. Yeah. A lot of walking. Look at Weebles up. wobble, but they don't fall down. Shut up, That's Reno. Right, Reno. <laughs> <laughs> they can't throw a damn ring into a volcano either. But you know what? I mean, in Frodo's defense, it was hot in there, man. You know, it's, And he had an invisible, uh, deranged elf on his back. Because I believe Gollum was an elf at one point, wasn't he? He was, he was a hobbit. He was a hobbit. Yeah, that's right. He was a very creepy Andy Serkis uh, hobbit that became oh, an gosh. even creepier that's a, Gollum. You know, I, I thought he was creepy as Gollum, and then uh, when the uh, Return of the King came out and that one of them opening scenes was them, mm-hmm. it's kind of like, this guy is kind of, you know, I, you can just tell by looking at his eyes, that guy's kind of nuts. Maybe... Maybe he shouldn't be around that ring. <laughs> <laughs> what what'd she say? Wide, wide net and react. Wide net and react via fans and voila easy. So it's just, they should just throw something out there and then go from there. I don't know. I, I, you know. I don't think that's a bad idea. I don't see how you can involve the ring somehow if it's a prequel. And again, you brought up this. Is it a prequel to Lord of the Rings or a prequel to The Hobbit? Or is it a prequel to... Everything. It sounds like if it's it is everything. A prequel to everything. Then I, I still don't see how you if you can't call it Lord of the Rings and not have the damn thing in there. You know, maybe even if it's just a hint of it. But so can, can I throw in one more point to this and see if that sways you on how you think this should go or not go? No, go for it. <laughs> Amazon Pro- Amazon paid one billion dollars to get the rights to make this series. That doesn't mean shit, though. That, that it could flop on its face. They paid one billion dollars because the people who own the industry were like, "This is what it's gonna cost." They paid one billion dollars because of all the people paying one hundred twenty dollars. Yeah, because Bezos, Bezos is like, <laughs> "Well, it was, it was a how much you want." It was a bidding war between them and Netflix. Netflix ran up the cost on them, uh, but Netflix really wanted this property, and I don't know Hang how on. Netflix is is holding up, but. <laughs> They bought it for a billion dollars because Netflix ran up the cost. Good lord, man! I wish I had a billion dollar. And, and to like I want to buy that TV. It's and, and like to it's <laughs> like to frame it. The movies themselves did not like. They almost paid a half for the rights to put a franchise in a prequel series that the movies altogether made in totality. It's like this is kind of a weird thing, right? <laughs> no, that makes sense. But I feel like if you're paying a billion dollars, you should have everything that everyone yeah, knows. You should have some say. Ah, Gandalf. 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 <laughs> Hall. I'm high-fiving you next door. <laughs> B-Hall has this thing where he throws John Goodman and everything. B-Hall... B-Hall wanted to ask me what I thought about his suggestion of Conor McGregor being Robin, and I don't know what to say. What the hell is that? So there you go, B. There's my response. I'm not giving you the time of day. Good sir. Let's see. All right. So we had one more topic if you guys want to cover it, or I can transition to Reno and start yelling about Star Wars again. You know what? Since it has to do with Star Wars, I can throw my two cents in. Gotcha. 
And then you so, and Reno can discuss what TJ said. Huh? Yeah. Oh. So, lastly, uh, Taiko Watiti. There you go. Yeah. Name, yep. Being asked to make a Star Wars film. Good news, bad news, no news. <laughs> Personally, uh, you know what? Why not? You know, the the first the episodes one, two, and three are done. Four, five, and six are done. Seven, eight, nine is done. Uh, why the hell not? Throw some new blood into it. Why not? Just give it a shot. See what happens. If, you know? if he does it, I want it to be like Thor Ragnarok. I want it to be a weird, trippy space movie with uh, Jeff Goldblum somewhere thrown in. I want, I want, I want Thor in there. I forget what his name actually is. I just know him as Thor. Uh, Chris. Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, Chris Thor. So I want yeah. Thor in there. <laughs> Thor. Hemsworth. What was the What was the Jeff Goldblum impression that uh, that <laughs> Frank Caliendo uh, did? Uh, hot dogs, hot dogs, yeah, I like hot dogs, hot dogs, it's great, it's mustard, relish, <laughs> wait a second, uh, these are, dog- chili dogs are better, wait a second, I'm a vegetarian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go Bloom could be all over the place and it would still be awesome. I, th- I endorse anything that Jeff Goldblum is in, even those damn apartment commercials. So I think, I think with uh, Taika Watititi, Watiti, I'm going to butcher that all the damn time. The good thing is, if you like The Mandalorian, he ha- was a director for an episode or two in there. Okay, so he's, right, I didn't know that. So he's got involvement in Star Wars already, and it seems like he comes from the school of John Favreau when it comes to the stuff. John Favreau seems to make things gold that he touches, so sure, why not? I don't think it's going to be bad. I don't why think not? it's going to be bad. If, if he accepts it. So this is still like, it seems like they're trying to flirt him and get him involved, even though he's already kind of tied into the... The Disney Star Wars verse to an extent, whatever. I think it'd be a good idea too. I agree. Yeah. I, I concur. <laughs> I Steve Kerr. I just, I just really, really, really hope that they just, if he signs on, he just, he stays on for. They sign him for, for the trilogy or whatever they decide to do. There's a ghost talking to you. You hear, Keck. You hear God or the devil? Like I just hear a voice and it's. Where's it I coming from? <laughs> Where I is it? it was me. I, I farted. <laughs> it's just this it's this this ghostly voice sounds like <laughs> Reno. Piss off, ghost. <laughs> Piss off, ghost. <laughs> Damn it. You ghost, you're not welcome here. All right, well, with that, we will bid you two Star Wars people adieu. And um, we will uh, try to get this mic situation straightened out before next week. Although, I will say this. Sometime this week... Let's you and I get together and we'll try like a uh, like a test run on this because now that I'm now that me and him are doing this on every Friday night, like at first it was kind of like cool, that'll be fun. We can just wing it and I'll do it on my tablet. Now it's kind of like the perfectionist in me has come out. I'm like, no, god dang it, I've got to have it sound good. <laughs> so <laughs> we'll get together out this week and we'll do some uh, we'll do some testing if that's all right with you. Brother. That's all right. Just brother. let me know so I can tell my wife to. Take our kids and shove them. I'm doing brother things. Put the kids in the center. I'm talking to my brother. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, TJ. Thank you, Jared. <laughs> I, we we went slightly a bit over our nerd variety hour, but it's you know what? Good. You know what? I think we did good for our first semi-scripted run-through. 
Reno Reno's already had two Red Bulls and a line of Coke. He's good to go till midnight at least. <laughs> well, I, I, I got I got up from bed for this. <laughs> well, 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 sorry, sir. Did I, did I say Coke? I meant Cheerios. Cheerios. All right. We're out of here, guys. Thank you very much. We'll talk to you next week. Have a good one, boys.